Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I am well. Well, listen, I want to talk about this book right here, Come yeah. and See. It's a book that you wrote, your first book. Why did you write this book? What's it about? Yeah, listen, the reason we want to just talk about this is because a lot of folks have asked this question. And so as I develop a relationship with our friends on Real Truth Real Quick, I, we thought it'd be just good to do a, an episode on this. It's interesting when you go to write for the first time, you know, and, and I've been asked to write for a while by different publishers. They, they said, what do you want to write about that you just can't not write about? And I never thought it was going to be about the church. I really didn't. But uh, it turns out that's the thing I wanted to write about. The thing that, that God said right now is going to be his agent of continued grace and work on the earth. We know the Spirit of God is what does things. But I thought, hey, listen, if the thing that God says in his sovereignty he ordained to represent him on earth is not what it should be, maybe I could take his word and take my life experiences I've walked with him and share with others that it can still happen in a way that if God was working on the earth, it would look like that's the place he's doing it. So that's what the book Come and See is about. And it really is specifically written so folks that don't live here with us in Dallas, because Rick, there's nobody I can meet in Dallas. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they're an atheist. I don't care if they're um, a radical part of the progressive elite. I don't care if they're... Um, you know, have different values in terms of uh, sexual, uh, you know, sexual identity than I do. I don't care what who they are. I don't. I don't care um, if there's somebody that's been hurt by the church. I can say to them, "Come and see. Just come, come hang out with me around these people. Watch the way we live. Watch the way we love. Watch the way we talk about God and explain His Word and apply it to our life. And then let's have a conversation. And when they do, okay, it's amazing how powerful." that experience is for them. That community that we're a part of here has and been when you say here, us. you mean our church. Come I'm and talking see, about right here right in Dallas. Here. Yeah, come, not, not Watermark, but the people of God that are gathered here that are walking in obedience to his word. And so what, the reason I wrote this book is because I, I go, hey, listen, not everyone can invite folks to a gathering like you and I have here in town. Praise God, there's other places like this around the world. But if you don't have one, you can read that book. And you can say to somebody, hey, look, if this existed, if there was a God that was like this, chapters one and two, wouldn't you want to know him? So those, those chapters are great for non-believers. And then really the next chapters are, and this is what people who know God is good, this is the way they live, the way they interact, the way they serve, and the joy that they have. So that you can literally say to other people, let's be this in our town. We can even hold up our church against what I believe is a, is a biblical description of what the church should be, and it can help churches correct course, um, reform, repent, revitalize, reform, whatever the right word is, right? Um, that they can start to say, hey, we're not experiencing that, and therefore people around us don't have what God wants them to have as they say, as we meet them and say, come and see. And it's also a great book for folks that are trying to start something together to say, hey, do we all agree these are the values we should live by, and this is what we believe should happen when we live that way? So that's why I wrote the book. I mean, what's really fun about that is I, I said at the beginning of the book, look, that's not ultimately the book I want you to read. Right? Yeah, because you, you said originally, what did you want the title of this book? Well, I was going to say, the first book I said I should write is a book about God's word, right? And, and I should I would title my book, The Book You Shouldn't Read. And they didn't like that No, they, for some reason, I didn't think that would, that would be uh, productive. But, but what I did want to say is, hey, anything in that book that is useful is going to be because it's going to help people understand what God's word is already saying and what God wants for his people. See, the problem is that we, we have a bad view of God. We don't think that God uh, is the kind of God that in his presence is fullness of joy. And 
in his right hands are pleasures forever. In other words, the way you want to live is the way God instructs you to live. What the church should be is a reforming community of people being transformed by the word of God that increasingly look like what all of us are going to look like in the day when God does his will on earth as it is in heaven. And a lot of people go, bro, if you're telling me the church is a glimpse of heaven, I'm not really excited about heaven. And I would tell you, read the book, I would tell you that that was my experience too. But what this book can be, I'm trying to describe and show you, hey, look, this is what God's community should look like. And if it does, wouldn't that be something you'd go, I'll take a second look, I'll listen a little more. Most folks, when they think of church, they think of, a, of an hour a week, they think of an order of service, they think of a denomination, a building, or maybe, God forbid, a personality. Really boring. Yes. And um, you know what I, what I do in that book, Rick, is I try and push them out of that understanding and just say, just like Jesus was the visible image of the invisible God, he says the church is my body. What's the body? It's the visible image right, of our head, Jesus. And so the church ought to be the hands and feet of Christ. The church ought to be a picture, not perfect, but a picture of the good that Jesus did. And by the way, not only just a picture, but we ought to be experiencing the same power to bring healing and hope to a land that Jesus experienced and lived and manifested when he was here on earth. And there's lots of chapters about why there's so much uh, chicanery and how many uh, people that act like they're evidencing the power and miraculous work of God through the stuff that they see on some channels that represent themselves as Christian ministry. And I'm saying the reason people long for that is because they don't see the real power of God really manifested in people's lives. So I wrote the book to help people see the picture of God's beauty, understand what that can look like, that they can still do that today, and they can use that when they don't have a place like you and I are blessed to have here in Dallas. And also maybe if they're gonna start forming that community together, it can be a blueprint and an encouragement for them not to do it our way, but to experience Jesus's way. Yeah, so you know, on our on our YouTube channel, people watch these videos from all over the world. So, yeah. what do you do to a guy who's watching this? He's in Sioux City, Iowa, and he goes, "Man, I want to do this. My church is not yeah. like this. What what should his next step be after reading this book?" Yeah, it should be to form it with other friends and just go, "Is this biblical? Is this what Jesus wants? Let's believe that God can do that with us together." It's what I did with a group of friends here in Dallas, uh, 15, 16, 17, 18 years ago. I said, "Let's go for it. Let's be God's people. Let's not curse the darkness. Let's light a candle." So. You know, um, they can grab that anywhere. You can grab any book. Should they passively, aggressively buy this and give this to their pastor for Christmas? <laughs> well, what they should do is engage their pastor with a conversation. If that book will help them do that, get the book. Uh, but they've got the book they need. All we're trying to do is display, I mean, is describe in there that it can still happen and should happen today. So yeah, I would say that it's a great book. You say, Pastor, I'm not seeing us experiencing what the Bible says we should be experiencing. We're not seeing life change. We're just we're we're stuck in a rut that that doesn't describe what God says we should be experiencing. So let's go. Awesome. Thanks, Todd. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth, real quick.